Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Swolecast here, off-season Swolecast, where you never know what we're going to talk about. It, it just it is wide-ranging. Uh, you can you can for sure know that we're talking NFL though on today's show, right, Pete? Wouldn't have it any other way. We built this show brick by brick on you know actionable fantasy advice, and I don't see any reason to stop now, Dave. Yeah. Uh, so Davis Tuttle, you guys doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing great, man. I I hope Tuttle's doing the same. Yeah. So if you don't mind, I'd like to, uh, just focus in on Peter. (laughs) Pete, you good? (laughs) It's eating some leftover sweet potato fries, Dave. Oh, so it's leftovers. All right. You're, are you, you want to break the news? Uh, well, you want to say to the people that don't follow you on Twitter, all the, uh, all the people, all that, the swole heads. Yeah, yeah. That um, watch the show that don't follow you on Twitter. You want to, you want to tell them today's big news. Yeah. So, um, Better Collective is gave me a, a giant raise <laughs> for doing these swole cast appearances, and it allowed me to uh, to leave my job. And so, uh, shout out to Dan Bach for signing yep. off on five thousand dollars an episode. Yep. Um, I'm a little worried about being able to deliver on that price tag, but I'm I'm certainly gonna try. Yep. Here's to unemployment. Cheers, bud. What what is that? What are you drinking there? Uh, a orange grapefruit. Aha! Sparkling Cheers. water. Cheers. How did Thank it you. How did it feel, Peter, to be overzetted and ratioed on your own tweet by Adam Levitan? Dude, I saw that tweet come in. <laughs> like you know how like if so if you're in the Twitter app and like it refreshes in your mentions and you see it and when I saw it refresh, it already had 20 likes. And I was like, Oh shit. Like being like within an instant, I was like, yep. All right. He got me. It's a, you know, when someone's got you, uh, oh, I as, knew immediately you just got to wave the white flag. <laughs> yeah. As a target of someone who has gotten frequently, I like, I know it. <laughs> I just go, I'm not like Davis and try to dig up old tweets from Levitan from like 2014. <laughs> Just go yeah. with it. So, uh, you feeling good though about this uh, uh, unemployment and but kind of betting on yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm fit. You know, uh, something was going to have to give, um, and it was either making fantasy football comedy uh, or, uh, <laughs> or doing your the day safety job. of a day job. And I chose fantasy football comedy, Dave. <laughs> well, if anyone can uh, work hard and achieve their dreams, it's. Um, you know, it's Evan Silva, but other than that. 
it, in a in a very off-brand Swolecast moment, it was so cool this week to see Corain get a full-time job at NBC Sports Edge and see Pete finally break off from the day job to do what makes him truly happy. And and also not not hasn't been on the show, but Kyle uh, Dvorak, who also got hired full-time by NBC Sports Edge. It's it's very cool to see the come up of my buddies. Well, Do we and, uh, not say Roto World any any longer? Like, is that just like forbidden? You can say it, but it's just not it's not the name of the company. Yeah, but like, I feel like when you say NBC Sports Edge, you should say like the uh, maybe the company formerly known as Roto World, NBC Sports Edge. You know, for the that, younger listeners out there yeah. that might not know about the uh, the history they of the site, they don't know the bricks that have were laid uh, with Roto World. I will say our. Uh, and also Jack Miller got a gig, I, I believe, freelancing yes. for ETR, despite his mm-hmm. epic snub of us, which I don't know how he pulled that off. I thought he was a pariah in the I industry. Th- I thought he was blacklisted, to be honest. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Lots. And this is like when the moving pieces start. And then we, uh, you know, in a month, we'll have a little, a little over a month, we'll have Scott Fishbowl. And we'll kind of start the really big ascension of fantasy football. And uh, Peter, that's when you will no longer have a life. All right. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to probably be checking in with you. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll hit some kind of dark points where I'm kind of questioning my decision. And yeah. I will need a mentor to kind of steer me through that valley of the shadow of content death. Yeah, I'll just, just, uh, I'll just tell you, listen, uh, we'll, we'll just hire you full time. And okay. that way you can you can you can brush your teeth for the first time in six days. Brush. I mean, teeth? really, if you if you really think about it, all of these recent hirings they all come back to Kitchen because Kitchen gave <laughs> Overzet a platform. Overzet's best friend is Patrick Corain, you know, and so I think that Dave is is, is obviously you know all of the success of Peter's YouTube channel. You can subscribe mm-hmm. that to Dave, and you know Corain getting. I'm hired not all and- of these. I'm just part of it. Like you can't. <laughs> 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 I can't take full credit. The guy's the hardest working guy in the industry. Uh, and just to see that and to and to give him a chance and the rest is up to him. And you know what? He took the ball like Derrick Henry and he ran with it all the way to the end zone. I hope so, I catch passes this year. I'm just happy we get we get more overset streams that we were, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't I, enough. There wasn't enough. There. Happy. Well, that's the thing I'm a little worried about is everyone's like, can't wait to see what you do now. I'm like, guys, I was pretty maxed out. Like it's probably going to be a lot of what I was already doing. Like, come on. I mean, I mean, when uh, do you, do you feel like you starting a morning chess stream was a little bit of a jumping the shark <laughs> moment? Dude. I, uh, I mean, I'm at the point now where people slide into my DMS with, with a, a pitch like that. And I, and I just say, yes. I mean, at this point, if, if someone wants to teach me how to like, I don't know, play hopscotch on stream, I'm, I'm probably saying yes. So, uh, that's, it is what it is. What partnerships are you aiming for with, uh, now that you're unemployed? I would definitely like, uh, people to pay me, uh, to talk about them. Um, <laughs> I, I am open to those arrangements, Dave. Okay. I didn't know if you had any, like any specific like uh energy drink or... you know, what's what's like the what would be the peak? What would be the the aspiration? Beef, beef jerky. Ooh, like if I could influence a single product. Oh, this is, let's go around the table for this. Actually, everyone gets to choose the one thing they could influence. 
Okay, Davis. It sounds like you have one. No, no. Yeah, I, I want to hear from one. you first. <laughs> um, for me, it's lineup HQ. Uh, I mean, it's just. <laughs> At rotogrinders.com. I did uh, shout out to Ross. I did hit him up because uh, I want to get in the uh, the DFS tennis streets and uh, Roto Grinders, uh, the only people out there with a good uh, lineup HQ uh, optimizer for tennis. So I'm gearing up for the French Open and I will be using lineup HQ, my preferred optimizer for DFS tennis. I, I hope also you fear my this. fear my turtle yes. uh, who's Crushed. with a stone yes. goat. Yeah, um, he's the, he's, he does provide tags and lineup HQ. I do have one note on them. the tags in there. Uh, cause I yes. was in there, uh, played okay. the little, little small ball on Sunday when I registered mm-hmm. for there, the key, the, the, this is graphic design here. So his cash plays are red and yeah, very the other is purple. And I mean, can we just get like a little differentiation in the color palette there? That's that, sh- that yeah, should be like a kitchen a thing, right? Yeah. Just like, like a, a blue, blue, purple, green. Have <laughs> How um how much have you played tennis before DFS tennis? Literally, this was my first time on uh, the the Monday. Oh slate. my! You have to document this because you will get <laughs> so, so many walk. You'll get the walkovers, the withdrawals. Yeah. There's so many upsets. You're gonna be so pissed off. It's it's a glorious sport. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in there. I mean, even like looking at the contest lobbies. I mean, it's pretty sad. Maybe we can uh, inject some life into the DFS tennis lobbies here. It's, well, Pete. It's, I- Ahead, it's one of the it's one of the DFS sports where you can literally just go to lineup HQ, hit randomize, spit out lineups, play that, and not be stone dead because pretty much anything can happen on any day in tennis. That's that's why it's the perfect sport for me. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Davis? Uh, I have an I have another good bit. I have another good bit for you to do. So okay. the European Soccer Championships are coming up. They have a hundred k to first on June twelfth. I think I think a video of you trying to figure out how the fuck to play soccer DFS and and mangle through the lineup HQ for it. I think that would be good stuff. Why do I feel like this just yell? This ends with Blender yelling at me about my it, lineups. It, it does. It literally does. It literally. It's literally like, why would you do that? Why you play anyone you want except for that guy? Yeah, that DFS soccer sounds very intimidating. Yeah, I agree. Especially when DFS soccer is fun. It gets it gets intense though, especially if like someone didn't. I remember back in the old. I'm not sure if they still have this problems, but in the old days, like if someone didn't document an assist correctly or a cross or something, that, that's you'd be less tweeting. That's less of an, less the of an stat issue now. But it, it it really used to be the wild wild west yes. in terms of like that's not a thing stat. anymore, really. Yeah, it, it used to be pretty. I mean, the Sofian Faguli Galatasaray goal. It's like I'll never forget it. It was it was one of the worst. <laughs> Did you just start speaking Italian? Yeah, hundred percent. What just happened? No, it was it was a Tuttle. You would I assume you were playing back then. It was like this very monumental, hundreds of thousands of dollars swinging hands. It was they DK was running a huge tournament and they miscredited this guy's points and we it was like talking to the guys from opta it, it was a it was a whole big thing burn matt bernbach our friend was involved everyone was complaining to him it was a big deal wow i mean one of the bonuses of getting into dfs soccer is i could use the time that we record this show to make my lineups from what i hear <laughs> correct, so correct. Would... tuttle's yeah. doing it right now <laughs> we got a slate starting in 15 minutes my guy <laughs> oh my gosh all right uh so davis what is your thing you would want to, what's the peak thing that you want to promote 
I mean, so like realistically, it would be like Diet Coke because I drink a ton of Diet Coke and that would be amazing to, to not have to spend any money on that. That would be, which is not a funny answer. So I, what I about thought Coke I would... Zero because I'm a huge Coke Zero guy. Do you like Diet Coke over Coke Zero? Yes. Yeah. Oh my, you are such a maxi. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> You're maxi. How many cans do you drink a day, Davis? Or like how, how many ounces? Oh, like not, I don't even have one every day. I'm not, I'm not a sloth. I dated a girl in college that drank six Coke Zero or six Diet Cokes a day. Like legit six Diet Cokes a day. That was what my mom and her sisters were like for a long time. She has uh, five sisters and they would get together and they would just absolutely crush <laughs> Diet, Diet Cokes. Cokes. Like my, and I have these visions of my childhood of like my mom hanging out with her friends. And then I would see the lipstick like on the Diet oh, Coke yeah. hands, like when they were all <laughs> yes. done. Like yes, that is 100%. like early nineties for me all in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Uh, I, like I was drinking at least one to two cans a day of Diet Coke or not Coke, a cherry Coke Zero or Coke Zero. Um, and then I was like, I can't, I can't be doing this. Like it, cause it just, you just need to drink water. That's all you need to drink because there, there was that time after I lost, you know, all that weight that I gained some back and now I'm yeah, trying to get back that, on that. How's that going? It's, I mean, listen, it's tough. Planet Fitness just opened back up this week. <laughs> They just opened back up this week. So uh, Hot Dad Summer is going to be starting ASAP. The um, only problem is Dairy Queen's proximity to that Planet Fitness. A Dairy Queen and Culver's and all the uh, all the end of year celebrations for the kids. It's uh, It's been rough. But uh, Coke Zero or Diet Coke for, for Davis. That's such a 50-year-old answer. All right. Uh, Tuttle, what's yours? I mean, I can't think of a good one, so I'm going to go with um, this recently found half pillow that I put behind my back. It really saves my back during the day. Um, it's actually Is that from a, a dead guy's house. No, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my wife actually bought it. It's a pregnancy thing. It's a bot. Some it's a you know the company Boppy. Dave knows Boppy, but it's like a, a quarter pillow, and I use it for my back now, and it's very very comfortable there is like this like c pillow or u pillow whatever it is that pregnant women use to sleep in, yes. with on their sides and i use that uh i used that and it was amazing like i might have to get one because it's like it holds the belly fat up it cuddling with bit. yourself like it's, it's so i just had a million dollar influencer like new tiktok slash instagram idea for you it's All a right. dad who repurposes items for pregnant women for their own use and you go through how you've oh, been able wow. to co-op those uh to make your own life better da dad absolutely dad, crush dad maternity influencing <laughs> he's, he's right <laughs> sounds like kitchen would kitchen would grind that very well yeah, yeah that, that would, would have to like go looking for stuff but uh yeah that could get uh interesting really quick for i sure. imagine kitchen just having like the longest list of ideas that if he ever got around to them they would all be million dollar ideas if he wasn't so busy during the day <laughs> so busy guys there is uh i mean there is definitely this nft um crypto everything else and i think we talked about last show but it's starting to come to an end like i i'm gonna i'm gonna fast this summer from anything nft or crypto related not check moment ranks 
not check uh, any sort of portfolio, just enjoy life and just be on social media like the old days. Like whatever happened to just being on social media all the time and that was it. We've come a long way from you uh, not mentioning Darius Garland and Bitcoin Angel every other sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need so, to bring up the Darius Garland prices. Just oh, for... dude, don't go look at the price I paid. It's like one of the worst financial transactions of my life. Here's the just... thing. If, if you don't need to sell Top Shots right now, then just then don't. don't. Yeah. This is like the worst. T- this is the bottom. And I don't know. Uh, I'm not, I'm not ready to call bottom. <laughs> on uh, club top shot though. Uh, I, it was like a, it was like the sober club top shot last night when they were talking about top shots. But I do think like there was, um, with talking about like buying pressure, like there could be everyone else is holding, but if two or three people are trying to sell and there's no buying pressure for that, then it's just going to tank evaluations because they're just going to keep on undercutting each other. And that's... Wait, Go wait hold up, hold up. Yeah. It's the playoffs. I, didn't Kitchen say that the, the values would go up during the playoffs? Finals, fi- it's the finals, Tuttle. It's the finals. Oh, Tuttle, my bad, my Tuttle, bad. I think you've had enough victory lamps uh, <laughs> around this. Like, I don't... <laughs> let's just all cheer together that, uh, that dapper... <laughs> opens up the marketing wall. We could be sponsored by Dapper <laughs> That'll next never week. Happen. Yeah, like Tuttle. Yeah, we'll, have Tuttle to, we'll have to replace Tuttle. Tuttle would be replaced. Tuttle's hey, going to be replaced by Eric Belair. I've done, <laughs> I've done plenty of transactions on their site. And I'm Guys, a user of their yeah, site. Tuttle, no, Tuttle is still there with me every drop, grinding out our $6 yeah. in EV. He's there. No, no. Oh, it's not even that anymore. <laughs> I, I actually missed the last, well, one of the last like pack drops, I think. Um, like that's, that's, that just shows you. I'm just trying to get away well, from it. I didn't, once they add badges, number. it's game yeah. over, baby. Can, it's game, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I just uh, say one last thing on the Yeah, point. go ahead with your, with your thread. <laughs> Is this from the Bear Mr. 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 <laughs> Fuddle 05 yeah. IMO? This okay. <laughs> if you guys will just admit, to saying that the community was pretty hostile towards people that weren't completely all in, then I will not speak ill of Top Shots no more. We get that's it, the only Tuttle. You had negative it. people in people your mentions. People were mean like, to you just, on Twitter, yeah, dude. We, we understand. It. Like it's it gonna was. happen. Anytime it, you're, anytime you're like anti something that everyone else is like pro during that moment, like you're going to get. But I wasn't even anti. Is the thing. I was measured. Okay, I, I was measured. I would, like, who hurts you, like, specifically? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But there are Now is the time to mean. call them out because you were All right. right. So like, th- I, I, have a, I have a point similar to what Dave just brought up that's not interrogating Tuttle and putting him raking over the coals. I, I made a bet with Dan Smith this week that, we're, that we were not allowed to check the prices. Uh, every, every time you checked the price of, of cryptos, you had to pay 20 bucks to charity um and uh i gotta say it's been it's been a good mental health week it's just to to not know that 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 bet's easy to do in a bear market that that bet's hard when things are pumping pumping yeah well the idea wasn't for it to be hard or easy (laughs) the idea was to preserve my mental health okay so you like even went like I I I don't I probably look like once every three or four days now you're you're still looking regularly if you didn't have a bet in place 
if during I see that's the 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 opposite is true for me. I never look when things are good because what's the point? I'm not selling anyways. So it's just it would just be me fantasizing about things that I'd be doing with this money that I'm never going to access. But when it's going down, it's like capitulation porn where it's like, oh, my God, I'm down X, Y and Z today. This is the worst thing ever. And it's not it's not a good mental space for me to be in. So gotcha. the, here's the thing that that's directly relatable to DFS, too, right? Yes, like, for actually sure. sweating the contest is can't be good. Not no. at all. Like, and which I don't really do anymore. I do too much still, but I've, I've, I've learned not to, I'll go to bed, but I used to not be able to like go to bed. I'd have to stay up and sweat all the contests. I will. So, miserable. so what I will do is I won't check uh, DraftKings or FanDuel. I just, I know the team I stacked in like yep. single entry or whatever. And I will go on the MLB at bad app. And if they are, you know, I stack the angels and they have three runs in the third inning or whatever, then I will continually check it. But if they're, if they're dusting off already, then I'm just like, whatever, I'm out, I'm out yep. for the night. Kitchen, right. how do you sweat? How do you sweat DFS? These days? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't, I, but I mean, come football season, I will be sweating DFS again. Like, so if you're not playing DFS and you're fasting from NFTs, what yeah. are you doing? What are you right doing? Now? Uh, I don't think when you have kids, you will realize there is this like two week period at the end of the school year where you're going to like uh, some sort of something, and you got like, I mean, it's like six days a week you're dealing with like kids stuff, and then Dude, after you that, you're you're done. Do you have one girl in the, that plays sports now, or, or are they getting? Do you have more? Just just one. Uh, but Dude, I it's am, bad. Wait I am coach it. dad, and then we also have like you know three girls in school, and every like they have a program a different day of the week, and um, you know it's a lot. But we're done. Today was the last day of school, so hot dad summer. Hot, hot have you seen, summer. Have you- have you seen Julio Jones? You know, you've been, you've been out at the practice fields. You've been out, yeah. you know, at the middle schools and stuff. Have you seen Julio Jones, you know, working out with AJ Brown in the off season I, yet? I haven't yet, but I'll find him. I also want to get a good workout in with that, uh, with Darius Garland. But uh, let me just say that with Julio Jones, I think um, always Julio is what I will say for the Titans. I, I mean, I think he's going to be in a Titans uniform. And if that happens, I mean, I, I don't, I might I, not wear pants for the whole entire season. I, I, I have two things. One, I hate seeing Dave happy, but two, you, you can't <laughs> really, you can't really disagree that it's like the nut spot because they have absolutely no depth for secondary pass catchers like Josh Reynolds and Anthony Ferkser and uh, Des Fitzpatrick are like the, the number two options and they're, they're, they pick later in the twenties anyway. So even if they gave up a first, it's, like not that big of a deal i I feel like it does kind of make sense for them to do it there will uh, never be the offensive juggernaut that the titans are with an amazing running back and two awesome wide receivers the titans will be the best first half team in football before julio (laughs) and aj brown exit the game with injuries and then it's dean ember season (laughs) and then it's just hand the ball to derrick henry are are you worried are you worried about the departure of of arthur smith and the uh, replacement of him by todd downing um i mean honestly i think arthur smith's gonna be do good there at Atlanta people oh, were you, kind of, you think a former Titan is going to do well. <laughs> That's interesting. 
I think the way that he called plays and the way like people were down on him because he was just the tight end coach at uh for the titans and then well, got you, promoted. you know but he his was actual like, story right he was at yeah fedex um so like he is but he's like i feel like he's a sharp offensive coordinator uh and i hope that the um the replacement downing is going to be as sharp speaking of sharp nobody gave me credit for breaking a story four days before field yates did why do you have a screwdriver right now don't know, but it was on my desk. <laughs> I think it was because I had to screw in uh, bunk beds the other night. But anyways, Tajay Sharp to the Falcons, and I called it before anybody, like four days hey, before anybody, and I got come, no credit for it. Come clean. Was this a well-timed joke or? No, or, this was a boots-on-the-ground take. Okay. This what? was an inside source. He was, okay, then how was he on the Chiefs roster? For a couple days because that was a thing he was on the chiefs roster when i was updating projections uh before the draft i mean twitter search tajay sharp falcons first one this guy didn't Industry get credit insider. but that's okay i just want to know i just want people on this show to know i've got sort it's unlike davis where he like says he has sources and they never pan out the, line, the no. linebacker coach for the cowboys or something this one did pan out when when kitchen says he didn't get any credit i am looking at his may 24th tweet about it he's like two likes. likes yeah <laughs> dude so soccer, upset. Dave's, like, soccer dave's twitter game like he's likes. got he's got twenty thousand followers and this dude routinely yes. puts out tweets with like no and i don't understand how it's even possible it. to have this many followers and literally no interactions <laughs> you buy your followers kitchen no i didn't uh <laughs> but I, I might have to buy some more it's K like kitchen, if I, oh my what is kitchen's most recent tweets is him retweeting himself saying wiggins has been brutal one retweet by himself for that was faves. like an in-game tweet you can't count those those are in-game tweets they don't do like those, huge numbers. those yes those are tough to refrain from because you, you yeah. want to get a thought out you like, want to comment they, they on no it during traction. the game they get yep. no traction yeah. and davis no, you go back not. and delete them i don't i just <laughs> correct i don't even because that's what, a sane, that's what a sane person would do is yep. if your tweet gets no traction you get rid of it yeah, I'm here's 100%. my take. I'm anti retweeting yourself. I'm pro threading and replying to the original tweet. I think that's the move. The now, sad thing is kitchen bump. retweeted himself and got zero likes on his, <laughs> on his two like tweet. <laughs> it was a late night NBA game. Come on. If Wiggins was brutal with the, in that game though. Game Gosh. has serious game has serious Davidson NCAA tourney vibes. It's because of Steph Curry doing everything and nobody else was. Like well, he was kitchen. This is other this is social media 101. So I'm looking, I'm trying to yeah. figure out what's going on here behind the scenes. So you say Wiggins has been brutal. You get some engagement. Big Jim 1717 says, Isn't he always brutal? You don't reply to him. Yeah, you like, gotta, yeah, you gotta, gotta reply. It. I'm past it. You're you're having a conversation. You're trying to solicit your community to engage with you, and then you just leave yeah. them hanging, Dave. I should have just liked it. I mean, <laughs> did I like it? No. I should have. I'm sorry, Jim. One's it's it, it is it is unreal how all of your best tweets include my handle in them, my handle or, or my name. Just a hundred percent of yeah. your tweets that get over ten faves have either my name or my handle in them, or some sort of like dad of you know whatever. But yes, that that is that is the key. I mean, that if I wanted to just do that, then that'd be what I would do. 
<laughs> Honestly, this you, has been therapeutic for me because my Twitter game has been struggling lately. It's, it's refreshing to go look at Kitchen's Twitter and not yeah. Feel but too see, bad I'm not myself. I'm not trying for I'm not like yeah, thirsty for trying. likes. Yeah, it's just it's just me. I will say I am thirsty for likes on the Tajay Sharp to the Falcons call though because it legit happened. I will say I think we definitely or at least I'll just speak for myself. I definitely alienated a lot of fantasy people from all the yeah, NFT top, top shot stuff where yeah. like you used to, like when you're just tweeting about fantasy football like if you're just making a joke within that general thing, like it's going to do pretty decent. Six, yeah. 60 now, faves. They've, yeah. they've all, they've all muted me. They're like, this guy's just yep. talking about NFT projects. Like I'm, I'm over it. Okay. See, I, I, I feel like I've done the Denny Carter thing where you would only ever follow me. If you, if you like my specific brand of douchebaggery, like there, there are not people who are still hanging around for my tweets who are like, you know, on the fence about me. Like those people have moved on years ago. No, he, you. I think you get people who hate follow you, like they do hate, Denny. Oh yeah, he. That was Davis's following for a long time. Oh, it was. It was like people that love yep. to just like yeah, gathering of negativity, as we would say. <laughs> uh, Peter, you got tweeted twice by uh, TMR, Mr. Matthew Barry. Yeah. As a follow Friday on Thursday, and then again on Friday. What was the bump there? Like, how many followers? Um, I think I probably got like fifty uh, each one. What's the what's the biggest bump? What's the biggest one day bump you guys have ever gotten in Twitter follows? Dude, there was this weird pump I remember like two years ago in the summer around Scott Fishbowl, where it was Mm -hmm. almost like people were there was some list or something that was circulating and everyone was following it, and there was like three or four hundred follows in one day. That's the only one Mm -hmm. I can remember. Pretty sure that's when I announced that you were coming on the Swole Cast. Honestly, it was probably a silver bump. Is there was a silver bump? I was gonna say I I remember mine. I even remember what I was doing because I was like so glued to my phone I couldn't believe it. I was outside at K State, I probably smoking a cigarette, and and Evan, (laughs) Evan, either had came on my podcast or we did something together. This was like six seven years ago, and he was like you know yada yada. Davis Maddock, he's the only guy seriously doing X, Y, or Z. And I remember getting like 1,200 followers and being like, this is the most amazing thing ever. I mean, I don't tweet about anything like in particular that's interesting. I'm not like an expert or thought leader. I don't say anything interesting. In in anything, right. So I'm just like, I'm just... I'm just a normal guy. Like Tuttle should have more followers because he is like an actual expert in a sport. So like, see, that's my problem. Though, to, I don't, I don't tweet enough about right sports. I right, exactly. Yeah, you need to, jokes. you need to be like Cardi and be like, or like tweeting out like, yeah. like woba splits and stuff. The thing, the, the truth about Twitter to that point is like to be an actual thought leader. Like you have to sell your soul. It's like the equivalent of having to do yep. clickbait titles but having mm. to do that constantly on Twitter over and over. And like, I can break stomach myself to do one every once in a while, but I don't know how people do that over and over. Like the well, engagement traps where you're just like, I don't even believe this, but I know I have to say this. Well, and the, the other thing is, is you see big fantasy accounts now, like there, there just is no room for truly big fantasy accounts to tweet anything other than fantasy sports stuff like it, it just it because because of how polarized all discussions are now like there just is no room for like jj to tweet something other than like uh, like a something about the pittsburgh steelers running backs like it just it would just devolve into so much chaos because so many people follow him now i have a question for you guys that are craving you know those those likes 
Mm. So Davis and Davis and Peter here. Mm-hmm. How much does it how much does it tilt you when you see CSU Ram sent out send out a tweet and it gets like this one? It's impossible to keep up with everything going on in crypto. That's the that's the tweet. <laughs> Sixty two retweets, eight hundred seventy two likes. Oh my god! CSU's a he's a thought leader, dude. Yeah, can't get mad. I thought you were gonna say Tuttle. Uh, for those of you guys trying to get a like, David Kitchen. <laughs> uh, uh, back to answering my own question about what you would want to promote mine i think the 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 top would be beef jerky just any sort of beef jerky deal would be what i would like to do i could see that i could see you just like shirtless in all these different locations yeah. like in a pool yeah. just eating beef jerky while you have the kids you know on your yeah. arm yeah something healthy too uh, please. Pete, okay. have you have you been back to the gym? Uh yeah. I, I did I you not see somebody recognized him oh, at the that's gym. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was the uh, top shot guy. The top it what what was funny is it was there's two guys that go to my gym that are roommates. And the first guy who actually approached me wasn't that familiar with me. It was his roommate being like, next time you see him, say something to that. So that guy was having, and then the following day. The actual guy who was into Top Shot, uh, he, he found me and uh, we had a nice little chat. And uh, yeah, small world out there, Dave. Did you take a it's, picture with him? You know, we didn't. Um, we didn't have the phones, you know, we kind of had our boxing gear and stuff like that. We're just kind of living in the moment, you know? I know, but like oh, you tweeted oh, oh, it the out. moment even. <laughs> you could have, uh, I mean, I get it. It's a, it's a special feeling. Here's the it thing. Was- how that goes kitchen i mean you know i mean you get this a lot it's like you can't you can't offer it you can't have someone come up to you and then say do you want to take a picture like they have to ask to do the picture right yeah Yeah. you you as the person being recognized can't be like i gotta gotta show this to soccer day next time it happens i'm 100 asking that person if they want to take a picture i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it too because i i can't i can't live to know that it's been undocumented yeah, I, I someone has a the- picture of me on their phone at Disney World, <laughs> and they're just trolling me. They've seen every episode, and they're just trolling me, and they have not released it. Anyways, all right, back to best ball. <laughs> back to best ball, so, Peter. We haven't even talked about best ball ones. Yeah, how can we go? Yeah, back? We're going no, back to it. <laughs> going back to it, Peter. How about to, we're moving around uh, topics, Peter? How many best ball drafts have you done? I'm up to like 25, I think. I've been uh, doing a bunch of the slow drafts in the uh, the best ball mania, and uh, it feels good, man. I, I definitely wasn't drafting this early last year, uh, and I'm actually worried because it was last year toward the end uh, when those contests were getting close to filling and the season started. I was just doing drafts nonstop, yep. and I'm just worried if I'm starting now, is that going to hit me in like early August to where I just can't stop doing drafts? So are you going to be a legit fantasy thought leader this year? Like not a bit, but like legit, like you, you're already, he already drafting. is a fantasy thought leader, dude. Already it's, drafting. He knows what I mean though, as far as like giving legit Like, Are you going to be, advice. are you going to be tweeting out animated gifts of Henry Ruggs with no. like corresponding asterisks? No, never. Never. Like, how deep are you going to get, I guess, should be my question. Because you're going to be in it, obviously, promo code Pete. But, like, how deep are you going to get in your your toutdom? 
I'm not, I'm not going to be at the closest I will probably get to a tout is when I write the newsletter, we do like some waiver wire stuff and like, but that's the closest I will ever get to that. I, I can't, I, I'm not, I, I don't have it in me, Dave. Hey guys, Peter Overzet here. I'm going to talk to you about the five running backs you must avoid in this year's draft. The it's must literally avoid, exactly it. the must avoid uh, articles and videos are the worst. Or especially if they take the easy way out, like no, a guy nobody's drafting anyways. Yeah, it is. It's still though, like that shit just kills on YouTube. Like to, to Dave's quite like if I just stopped just doing fucking chess streams and did like five <laughs> top five wide receiver sleepers, I, I would literally get 30,000 views and I just am physically incapable of doing it. I can't bring yeah. myself to do it. Crane Crane will do it though. Crane <laughs> sold out to Big Peacock, so he'll do anything. Crane <laughs> sold out to Big Football. Pretty soon, pretty soon, Crane is going to be coming on shows saying we are the only ones talking about the three-game Thanksgiving slate. I mean, we had one guy from Big Peacock on the show, not opposed to bringing him, bringing Pat back on, despite his uh, his shortcomings on the last show that he was on with us. Yeah, I, I am shocked that yeah. uh, that they didn't uh, review yeah. kind of all. I of hope they have a good attacks. offensive line and defensive <laughs> line guy, someone good in the trenches uh, that can complement his weaknesses for sure. All right, Dave. Uh, yes, Dave, have you been drafting basketball? Teams? No, see, that's I have not. He's drafted too busy. Any? He's too busy. Well, <clears throat> I'm drafting right now in the FF Eliminator David Kitchen League. How long did um, it take for that one to fill? <laughs> this. <laughs> there it's it's basically the league is like that was that was low-key like an incredible roast that was so good (laughs) half of the people are like the guys that just like to you know just rag on me there's like no one like uplifting in that group the other half (laughs) have no clue who i am and they're just like looking for an open league or they were in the league the past two years like and they're just like this is an easy league i (laughs) love that i love imagining those guys who watch the swole cast and like how can i get involved in ball busting (laughs) kitchen well i'll sign up for his se eliminator league yep all right um so give us some best ball takes davis you're on top of it yeah, I've been drafting a ton. There are, I mean, it, it's amazing. I know that this is an underdog show, you know, promo code Pete or whatever, but I, I'm, I'm drafting on all the platforms. Uh, there are a lot of good championships out there. Um, a lot of good price points, $125 on the FFPC, uh, 320 and 555 on DK, uh, 10 bucks on drafters. So I, I'm, I'm aping into all of these because uh, I, I am – going back to the gym got gone double vax good to go and uh my my favorite routine in life is to just go crank out like an hour and a half or two hours on the stairs and just do best ball drafts that like that just really just really does it for me so i've been i've been drafting a ton i uh i saw you fire off a terrible Jameis take i thought what's your your it was it was i still think true but after thinking about it for a couple more days i actually think it's more true for Taysom. I actually think I actually think that um, 16 games of Taysom is better, or 17 games of Taysom starting for sure is better than 17 games of Jameis. I was confused by that Twitter debate because I did think Davis was a little overzealous, but I also think there's like no opportunity cost where he's going in drafts. Like he's well, so cheap, people aren't reaching for him. So what what people are arguing is that and and this is where this is where I disagree with Leone and Bimefor and and these other people is that 
they are using the framework of the Saints offense for the last couple seasons for this framework uh, that Jameis would be in. The thing is, is I'm pretty sure that Drew Brees' arm was so bad that them transitioning into this run-heavy team actually has more to do with Drew Brees bringing this franchise icon but really not being able to play anymore as opposed to Sean Payton wanting to coach Bill Parcells football and that I I think that it's going to look a lot more open with Jameis at quarterback. If that's your take, I'm down with it. Who, that's the who's, take. Who's going to benefit? Good, that's a good take. That's a good I mean, take. is it literally going to be Marquez Calloway? I mean, no, if they it's, are, it's Traquan, dude. Is I mean, but we've we've tried to make Traquan a thing every single year for like year, four year years. five for Traquan. It's it's nuts. So I, I don't even know if I want to. But like Jameis, if if your thesis is correct, Jameis is going to push the ball downfield. Oh shit! I'm becoming a tout right now. Um, but I mean, someone else has to benefit if that ends it's, up happening. It's 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 Traquan or or I get I mean certainly it's non-zero that Marquez Callaway that the team views him as better than Traquan but right now um, I I'm almost done with like my my good my first big thorough run through of projections and I I have Traquan and Callaway both as being way underdrafted uh, because I I'm also not I I think something people are doing is moving Troutman to like a 14 15 percent oh, target yeah. share oh man and and i that just guy. i just i just don't know but i i have memories of of Troutman that, so favorite. I, yeah so i i th- actually think probably what ends up happening is nick Vanette ends up being the starting tight end and just blocking wow i have fond memories of uh binking that tilt space uh gpp with a bagel yep. from adam troutman in our lineup that was uh that was a good week at dfs the, the troutman <laughs> hype um who are the guys other than Troutman like that are getting like the biggest hype this year I mean Let, that's a it's a very open-ended question Dave I'm trying to like, think who's who has been getting steamed up I feel like Jalen Hurts I haven't drafted him at all because he's getting yeah, he goes so early. popular um I mean he's going in what like seventh eighth round in a lot of these drafts Joe Mixon is being big time steamed like steamed all the way up to like middle of the second round um yeah about Washington guys yeah that's I haven't drafted a single Washington player yet their their ADPs all seem insane to me Terry McLaurin goes ahead of CeeDee Lamb yeah and Curtis Samuel is going in the range of like Jarvis Landry, Michael Gallup, and those Bra- guys. Brandon Cooks and those guys. Yeah, I, I just, I'm all, I'm just, hey. even Logan Thomas is going with the top 100 pick. What is Sam Darnold at right now? Free. Yeah. Oh man, completely free. He's gonna be, he's gonna be someone who I just, I have a lot of. Well, and, if, he's, if um, he is free, then I am. I'm going to, I'm going to have a lot of, and, and Robbie Anderson is not fully priced compared to his results from last season. You, you can get him pretty much like much, not much cheaper, but cheaper than DJ Moore. Uh, the, this is the ADP that makes the single least amount of sense to me. Devonta Smith being drafted well ahead of where Jalen Rager went last year. Now I know Ertz is not there, but Philly is for sure going to pass less. Um, Goddard is also being drafted uh, like a 90th overall ADP Miles Sanders, uh, you know, third round. Like I, I just, the, the, the Devonta Smith ADP seems insane to me. Yeah. He's been going seventh round pretty consistently. Um, and that's just a tough one too, because I would maybe consider it in hurt stacks, but you're having to use your, your seventh and eighth round picks on those two guys, which just seems so pricey. Rager's you know, you playing know. in the slot this year. 
I, I did see that that quote. Um, kitchen, kitchen saw that come across the side. Saw that come across the old Twitter. <laughs> you actually reported him. that a few days ago before yeah, that even got announced, right? You know uh, who I, I'm taking in my three tight end builds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just with the last pick. Haven't done a draft yet, but totally doing it. Kylan Granson. Just love that guy. Oh man, he has been he has been steamed up big time too, big time in the dynasty uh, dynasty rookie draft space. I love how you know there's like one press conference where they like reference that he likes one him. quote. Yep, and then one when every, quote when everyone touts him, they all act like they're the ones unearthing yes. this quote. Like you guys won't believe what I hear. Yes. This guy, I, I, I found this on the Athletic, very deep, very deep in a Colts practice notebook. Um, my, my most undervalued guy, uh, I, I took Tevin Coleman with the last pick oh, of a draft I'm out. I'm the out other day. completely the last, he is going to be the starting running back for the jets in the 18th round. You are getting him. That's absurd. Is, is he though? I didn't but even how, know what team he was on. I mean, everyone's they're drafting Michael Carter, a hundred picks ahead of him. There's no reason the draft. P, P, I have P Ryan projected to record the most touches in you their think, backfield. You think P Ryan is better? Wait, isn't Pirine on the Bengals? That's Samaj Pirine. No, come on, oh, Peter. You got to say LaMichael, okay? Samaj is, you know, the the preeminent Pirine here. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> my my take is just on the ambiguous backfields where we yeah, don't take know, the like, cheapest guy. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's absurd. That I mean, that my Coleman. my thing is is Coleman has athletically been done for two years now. Hmm. So I mean the 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 best value of any player available is Daryl Henderson, who is like gonna get 150 touches for a Here probably a really good Rams offense, and he's he's 14th round or whatever. I I like Henderson. Another guy right around him that I end up taking is I'm taking a ton of Devin Singletary because he's going in like the 13th. Yeah, J- Jamal Williams. Too. Oh yeah, he's got he's got the coach type now, right? Running back A, Jamal Williams. Yeah. And, uh, I mean the, 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 I think the guy who offers the most profit potential, and I know he's just going to make me go broke, but it's, it's Matt Edwards Hilaire. It's, uh, because the chief starting running back just should not go in the third round of drafts. It just, I mean, he just shouldn't. Now, I don't know, maybe he's terrible and he gets benched for the mentor, but it feels like, feels like even a bad running back can just fall into 10 touchdowns and 1400 yards for the chiefs. What's, it the, is nice. what's the Damian Williams story? He's, he's with the Bears now? He's the in Bears. Chicago, yeah. Yeah. I've been taking some flyers on him. Um, I always like, like betting against he, David Montgomery. He's like 30 years <laughs> old now. The, yeah, um, but he's fresh, dude. He's yeah, fresh. He's fresh. He didn't play last I, year. I do like the CEH thing because if you do start, like if you're at the back end or in the middle and you want to get like the Tyreek Hill digs. You can grab, or, yeah. Then you just get CEH as your first running back. Um, but then on the flip side too, if you start with the two running backs, Michael Thomas is still there <sighs> in third of so a lot good. of drafts, which I like those starts a lot too. Okay, I got a I got a I got a question for you, Pete. Now that everyone is doing the four running back thing, yeah. What how are what has been your response to that? Are you are you joining them or are you are you uh you know fighting against the current? So I've done a decent amount of those. Uh I'm now starting to get back to my zero RB roots. Uh, though, uh, just because I like running backs at so many pockets of the draft where you can get like Travis Etienne and Kareem hunt, you know, in the fifth, sixth round, then you can go grab, 
uh, a Ronald Jones type. Then you can come get like the Philip Lindsay single Terry's those guys late. Um, so yeah, I've been doing like five running back zero RB builds and I like those teams a lot. So I'm, I'm worried that this hyper fragile thing, like I, I'm not going to do all my teams that way because I don't want to have my portfolio at the end of the, at the, the end of draft season, be like all in on guys. I hate, right. Like Chris Carson and uh, Josh Jacobs and just these other guys who you were only drafting because they are a source of like, you know, these guys get 180 points minimum if they stay healthy basically. And I, I want to be, you know, pretty heavily, like I want to be balanced towards Daryl Henderson, Devin Singletary, Jamal Williams types where they can also rack up points pretty easily. And obviously like then you're just getting the monster wide receiver points. Yeah. And with the zero RB builds, you can just get a few different types. Like I've been grabbing Raheem Mostert too, as a guy too, where you're like, you know, hopefully banking on some touches at the beginning of the season, you can grab um, who's the, uh, the pass catching back Naheem Hines uh, every year, every year, Naheem Hines. And then you can grab like the, the true handcuff types. You can get your Pollards and your Madisons. You just get a blend of those guys and hope you bink Mm -hmm. the handcuff turning into the starter and you piece it together until that hits. And so I, I think Leone's talked about that and in, in buying for too. I just like that idea of going hyper fragile, but even with the zero RB builds where you haven't invested a lot and you're just hoping that it breaks your way. It's still a million to first and 250,000 to second. I mean, you got to swing for the fences. What, uh, what have the, uh, what's Rogers ADP at? And has there been any, increase in ADP like from Broncos receivers and speculation. He Rogers is going 94. Same, overall. same as it always is for him pretty much. Maybe, maybe, maybe a five pick discount. You think something like that? Yeah. And, and I would say I haven't noticed, uh, I guess Judy is maybe going like around ahead of maybe where you would kind of want him to go, but like, both I, I think, sub- the, I think okay. the price on all, I think of the price on all the Broncos guys is, is, very justifiable even if teddy bridgewater starts yeah i would say tuttle it's priced as if rogers isn't going to be there right now no peter i saw season. your first ever uh draft had the Titans stack uh the early titan stack i liked it i'm wondering though you did yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> i didn't like it like are people drafting julio in their titans stacks right now I I don't know if I've done enough drafts since that that rumor to uh to see if that's actually playing out because that um, would be I mean that would be a potentially sharp take to to do well, because even thing, if it doesn't happen you still have got Julio. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, what is the advantage of trying to do that now if his cost is gonna be the same even after that's announced, or do you think his price goes up on the Titans? Um. I think it'd probably stay around the same. Oh man, that's a that's a good question. Yeah, yeah I, think I don't know, Davis. What do you, what do you think? You think his uh, what's his ADP at right now? Uh, he goes kind of at the the three four turn. Like gen, gen, once once Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb are off the board, but, Julio yeah. tends to be the next wide receiver. I guess here's the thing with stacks and best ball is like you got guys that typically go can go like around earlier just because of the stack yeah and i will say the titans are such a weird team right now for stacking because i've noticed that unless i have henry or aj brown i don't even think about stacking the titans because then it's like okay i grabbed Tannehill, ferkser yeah. 
and like Josh Reynolds, Des Fitzpatrick. It's not the sexiest stack if you don't get one of the big dogs. Yeah, you got to get a big dog. But that's, I guess that's the good thing if you get a big dog or the big dog is that you, there are some like just freebie wide receiver two, wide receiver three guys um, out there. Because if you, they don't get Julio, they are just so thin. What's your boots on the ground take? Des Fitzpatrick or Josh Reynolds? I think Reynolds Fitzpatrick is going to be more of a special teams guy. I've been, I've been, I've been scooping up Reynolds and Fitzpatrick in these drafts. Yeah. Like, well, the, and then the, I think the, the biggest one, if you, if you could figure out if one of these rando chiefs guys, whether it be Powell or Pringle or D Rob, you know, like if, if Hardman just turns out to not be able to play and, and is still a bit player, I mean, there's there's a hundred targets there for a player in the Chiefs' offense to get because they're going to throw seven hundred times. I I don't know. I I've been taking all of them. I've I've taken D Rob Pringle and Powell all at, in different drafts. What's Justin Fields' ADP right now? He is pretty palatable going at one twenty seven. Oh, yeah. tenth round. Yeah, I pull the trigger on that. Is there any plans, Peter, for Superflex? Superflex, best ball, tight end premium. Yeah. On underdog? Yeah. Um, like how much How much pool do you have, basically, is what I'm well, asking. I actually reached out to them, and I said, um, yeah. I actually kind of know a godfather <laughs> yeah. of this format who I think would be an excellent kind of consultant on how yeah. to roll it out and market it. So I might be hitting you up here to kind of help shepherd this new format onto underdog. I mean, we could call it the Swolecast special. I mean, as far as <laughs> that's very kind of you to share the naming rights with all of us. Well, yeah, that's I mean, we're a team. Like when, uh, when, when Peter is unemployed, we're all unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please use promo code Pete. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually begging you now. Yeah, you can uh, you can borrow some of my insurance, Pete. <laughs> it's a good thing you got the. No, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Oh God! You know it's Tuttle. Tuttle, not saying something. Well, no, I I told myself I wouldn't talk about the subject anymore. You can say Top Shot. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say it. (laughs) It's good thing you got the luck, the early influencer payout. Oh yeah, Top Shot. Which one was that? I haven't taken a penny off the site, and I should have. They gave you those early withdrawals. Once NFL comes back, the early withdrawal all. perks and the free packs. I got, I got with my withdrawals. That was like three weeks ago. It was, uh, it was far too it's late. Because the gifting is <laughs> because, yeah. like, I mean, that's the same thing. Like a complicated gifting history, as Rohan might say. <laughs> yes. I had, I had over a hundred and fifty gifts in either direction. And right before I apply, or right before I applied. I was the middleman for a pretty big um, Anthony uh, Edwards MGL heat. <laughs> it yep. might have been like it might have been the number yeah, one or top me, ten or whatever. Ask me about how being a middleman for big transactions and trying to explain that to a mortgage lender is going. Oh no! That's that's that was why the this dirt, is run a, it back, right? That's why that is I after doing much thought and figuring all this out had that. Trans, had that transaction not happened, actually none of this would have been a big deal and I would have just gotten approved and it would have been fine. Who was responsible for that transaction? I mean, me. Dan, Dan, Dan Bach. Bach. Yeah, and Dan was great and filled out paperwork for me and was a very good friend and we got it figured out. It was not a big deal, but but that is what that is what was holding up the underwriter from approving me. 
That's I think, I think that Dan should cover at least your first four mortgage payments for what you did for him. Just send him a couple extra invoices <laughs> that you never send anyway. And no, Dan is- no, Dan, Dan is, Dan has even been, I don't know why he did this. He randomly pinged me to remind me to fill out <laughs> my invoice last month. It's because now, because of you, Davis, we have to every <laughs> it's month. It's not because check of on, me. I Total promise. already blew this story up. It's no, not because I of me. I promise we have to check because, because there was like, you hadn't reported in multiple quarters. And so they had to go back and revise quarterly <laughs> statements for the company. It's not true. This cannot, this I'm telling true. you, David, I make like literally 0.00001. It doesn't matter. Like, it's for accounting per- purposes. No, this is a lie. You are lying to the people. The action Actually, network Bill. acquisition almost didn't happen. <laughs> Actually, going back, payroll was actually 0.00001% higher. This we 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 love everything about this acquisition, but there are some inconsistencies. Enismatic. Oh man, getting getting Ravel on this Wolcast this year is going to be oh, epic. It will be epic. Yeah, when is, when is that? Like, what are the impracticality elements of that merger? I have. I mean, are there going to be talent crossovers? I mean, there can be, it's certainly, it's not going to be like, we don't pretend like action network exists now. It's like, there are, there are brother sister sites. So it's like, Hey, Darren, hop on over, tweet us out. (laughs) I want to see a a kitchen Rovell collab. I feel like those guys have a lot and they have a lot in common. I feel like. Yes. I feel like if I wanted to be like a Rovell character, I could easily like ape into it. Like easily. You want to get that did, notebook with your he ID? Does, <laughs> he does it so well. Yeah, but super flex. Also another idea, the uh, the fantasy football circuit. I think we might have even had that. But as you guys were talking about all the different tournaments, um, like having a circuit where you average the best finishes of what about what about aping into someone's portfolio and you 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 get to buy like 10 percent of their best ball action yeah and we're still gonna via, do the via, uh, soccer game NFT. special the special draft last year was just he, I, i'm still <laughs> wait you're there's preparing. charlie sending out the props to us any day now <laughs> <laughs> it's happening last year draft Last year was just a. Uh, I, f- I completely, yeah, completely spaced the props. Hype up for it. I'm gonna send you guys props. You gotta pump it up. I feel now with Peter on the show. I mean, he can launch this into. It's really all about uh, promotion and community and getting like thought leaders to hype it up. Like that's what all these altcoins. Like all they do should, is like hype each other up and, and then they sell early, but we're not going to sell early. Should gonna... I make a swole chat, uh, a swole cast channel in my discord, start building out this community. Oh yeah. Or we can have our own, um, you know, tokenized community. David, can I, t- can I tell you something? <laughs> Every... What would a swole cast draft kit look like? <laughs> Probably like shit. <laughs> every every person who tweets about the bored ape community i it makes me it makes me want to never read twitter again davis uh, um you can it. like that's the one nft for me right now that's going good so you can uh 
you got to admit, do you like, ever, I mean, do you ever I, think I bought about... those for 0.08 ETH and now they like, and now they're, it's a big community. And that is like a legit community. Like that is, it's not like a I fake know, but community. it's weird. Uh, well, it's just like can, punks. Can I, I want to, I want to end a community than punks. Anyways, I want to end the show with this. Do you ever think about what would have happened if you just would have bought a punk at the beginning of all this and did nothing oh, yeah. else? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but but also, but it's been I, about the community, it, and so it, that's no, it's important. it's not just the community, Davis. It's the journey. Like that's a boring journey to just buy a punk and just that's to buy it. a punk and then be rich to just buy the highs. <laughs> give me the highs and the lows, and hopefully some more highs. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know if I feel <laughs> the same way. Well, that's get, because yeah, you're you're different than me. Like, get you what we haven't had a kind of a meeting of the minds on our uh, NFT box that we collectively own. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think the, the time uh, I think the time to show that, that worth now? Might, <laughs> yeah. might, might have been past, but I actually now that I we talk about it, I don't even think I did have a piece of that. You do you, know, you do, you do. <laughs> I haven't taken your piece, but uh you do. However, I did see that um there is potential for a board apes NFT box punk comics collab. Which, um, you know, if that's the truth, then we need to sell the uh, sell the hype. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to dump this on someone if that's the what, case. What uh, I wonder what who bought the uh, the man's coin number one? Who is it? Uh, that actually sold on the secondary market yesterday. Who was it? Uh, it was it was in no the or, oh you no, think the sixty nine no oh, the sixty nine is clairvoyant clairvoyant yes. Yeah um he, he's so, an, he's got an apes he sold it no 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 sorry oh. we, were, we were confusing two different things but someone yeah. had listed their number one that they had already bought and testudo came in and uh bought it on the secondary market big moment for that community testudo is also a fellow ape member as well yeah um so what we should do is auction off the 500 box and its contents and add in a few extras I'll add in. I'll add in a man's coin. You add in, um, you know, custom appearance. That's a that's a legit giveaway. Yeah. All right. We're just if we're gonna it do it. Let's do this right. Yeah. Once we get bucks. three thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie messaged me and he's like, "We've almost got three thousand subs on YouTube. Don't sell that Kawhi moment." And I was like, "No problem, bud." <laughs> <laughs> Well, what does the original tweet say the Kawhi was worth? We might, we might have to make some revisions. I don't that. know. I don't know. Before we find that out, we got to end this show. So special thanks to Devin for producing this show. Go ahead and like the Swolecast, subscribe, because listen, Pete is unemployed, and that means he has tons of time and effort to put into these shows each and every week. The best is yet to come. Thank you, Davis. Thank you, Tuttle. Thank you, Peter. We'll see you next time here on the Swolecast and RudderGrinders.com.